welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. I've spent the last decade as a CEO, operator, and business builder selling tens of millions of dollars in products and services. I, just like many of you, started with nothing. My mission for this podcast is to help you become the greatest version of yourself, help you grow and scale your business, and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Matt Smith. Enjoy the episode. What is going on, guys? Matt here, Service Industry Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. This is launching on a Tuesday. I'm recording it on a Monday, and um, I had a wild weekend, man. And I'm talk. I'm going to talk about it with you guys because I think it's important, and I think it's good for me to get it off my chest. Uh, sometimes I do these podcasts for you, and sometimes I do these podcasts for me. And uh, today, I hope this is this is one of those podcasts that's for both of us, but. I think it's important to talk about. So uh, before we dive in, if you're a new listener, this isn't a normal podcast. This isn't normally how it is. Um, but I went through something last week that I want to share with my audience. And so I encourage you to, to hang around and listen to multiple episodes. But typically this this podcast is all about helping you grow and scale your, your home service company. Um, but today we're on a little bit of a different route. And Basically, what I want to talk about is what I went through last Friday. Um, based on what everybody told me, uh, I should not be alive today. I should not be here making this episode. And um, I want to talk about the experience I had and what I've learned from it. And now I've had a couple days to process things, and um, I just want to share it with you guys. So here we go. Um, so last week, early on, and this is very normal for me. I started kind of breaking out in this rash hive combo mix thing. And, uh, around this time of year, I, I tend to always do this. <laughs> and, um, normally I'll get some kind of like steroid shot, whether it be like a prednisone shot or, um, sometimes they'll even put me on it like orally. Um, but orally doesn't normally help. And typically I go to my doctor. Um, well, my doctor was full. I called on a Friday. He was full and wouldn't be able to get me in until after the weekend. And I was like, I don't want to wait till after the weekend. So I just went to some random after hours, like urgent care clinic. And I went in there and I just said, here's the deal. This is what I normally do. Like, can I just get a steroid shot and get out of here? And they're like, yeah, no problem. So, um, they gave it to me. And like, before I even got out of the building, the, the spot where they gave me the shot, which was like in my hip, um, hurt really bad like really, really bad. And needles don't bother me at all. Um, I've had the shot a million times. It's never hurt. Like, and so I'm like, ah, that's kind of weird. And like the pain started going like up my hip and up my back a little bit, like before I could even get to my car and my mom's a retired nurse. So I get in the car and I'm just like, just sitting it out. I'm actually headed to a meeting. Um, but like the pain is so bad. I'm like, F dude, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sit through this meeting. And I'm driving, and so I'm like, I'll call my mom, see if like it's normal. So I, I just call my mom. I'm like, hey, uh, I just got a steroid shot. Um, and it's like, like hurts really bad. She's like, well, that's not normal. And she's like, I wonder if they hit a nerve or something. And I'm on the highway driving. I'm doing like 75 down the highway. And next thing I know, I feel myself get like really dizzy, and I knew instantly I was I was gonna pass out. And I told my mom, I said. I said, I'm on US 23, 
by White Lake Road, I'm going to pass out, call 911. And then that was the last thing she heard me say. And I went unconscious. And before I went unconscious, as I was saying that, I like swerved to the right shoulder of the road. And I remember hitting like the rumble strips on the right shoulder. But when I woke up, I was crashed into the guardrail on the left shoulder of the road. So somehow my car went from the right side of the road, you know, with momentum going right all the way across the highway to the left. And I crashed into the guardrail and the guardrail wasn't like a solid guardrail. It was kind of like the guardrails that have like the wire um, and the wire like embedded into my truck. And so long story short, I crashed and I was unconscious, so I didn't know. Um, and I, I felt like I was dreaming and I can't remember what I was dreaming about, but it was about something. And I kept hearing this, like this, like dinging noise in my dream. And finally I'm like able to like kind of put a thought together and I don't know if you've ever done this in the dream where you're like, is this a dream or is this like real life? Like, am I, and I asked myself, I'm like, is this dinging in my dream or is this dinging like in real life? And at that moment I started to wake up and I realized it was my truck that was dinging and my truck was still in drive. Um, nobody had stopped. So I, I don't know if nobody saw it or what, but nobody had stopped, but I felt so weak and so bad. I felt like I was going to pass out again. I literally thought I was dying. Like I thought I was having, I didn't know if I was having a heart attack. I didn't know what was happening, but I thought I was dying and I couldn't really put together what just happened. Um, I couldn't understand why I was on the left side of the road. I couldn't understand why I was in the guardrail. My, my door was pinned. I, there, I couldn't open my door, but I was sweating profusely, like drenched. And I just remember thinking like, I think I'm going to die. Like, I think I'm literally about to die right now. Cause I felt like I was going to pass back out. And my thought was if I pass back out again, I might not wake up. Um, and we did the math and I was unconscious for like four minutes. So it wasn't like a, a 30 second thing. It was a long time. And I, I text my daughter's mom and I just, I just text her, like I grabbed my phone and I could barely put this together, but I did it. It was like the first thing I thought about, I grabbed my phone and I text her. And I just said, I think I'm dying. Tell Scotland I love her. And then I sent a very similar text to my mom that just said, cause I, I knew my mom, I, re I could remember my mom had, um, I was talking to her on the phone just prior. So I knew she knew something happened, but I had just texted her and said, if I don't make it, I love you. And and then I called 911 and I just kind of put my phone down and my mom had already called them luckily. Well, it took the ambulance 15 minutes to get to me. So fast track this, this whole time, I didn't pass back out thankfully, um, but I didn't also feel better. Like the whole time I, I was nauseous, I thought for sure I was going to throw up um, and I, I thought for sure I was going to pass back out. I rolled my windows down. And I still couldn't figure out what's going on. Like I looked at my dash and it said my two left tires had zero, uh, zero air pressure in them. So I knew I blew my tires out. Um, and then, and then I realized like what the dinging was, the dinging was that my truck was overheating. And so the guardrail must've taken out my radiator or something and my truck had been overheating. And so I, I, I turned my truck off, but I was so hot 
that I rolled all the windows down just to try to get some kind of relief. Like I took my shirt off, I took everything off and I was just like sitting there. And by the way, nobody stopped, nobody. And so I'm, I'm like by myself. And the weirdest part was like how calm I was. Like I know that story right there sounds like really scary and like it was, but like I was, I was very calm and I'm not going to say like I was good, but I was very calm in that moment of just like whatever was about to happen was going to happen. And like, I was just there for it. And, um, long story short, 15 minutes later, ambulance finally shows up and, um, they're like, dude, we can't get you out of your side of the car. We, we got to get you out of the, the passenger side. Your door is pinned. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, are you able to climb out? And I'm like, honestly, like I'm so weak. I don't know. And they're like, well, we, we need you to try. And so I did, I got out and then they like kind of shouldered me to the ambulance and they got me in the ambulance. They did an EKG. They, um, took my blood sugar, blood pressure, had me all hooked up to everything in there. About that time, my mom pulls up and, um, you know, long story short, the ambulance driver was like, listen, we, uh, this dude, like, there's like zero chance he should be alive right now. (laughs) And like, I didn't have a scratch on me. And, um, other than obviously what I had went through passing out and stuff, I, I didn't, I wasn't like physically beat up. And so they were like, we're, we're going to take him in cause we, we got to find out why he passed out. Um, but like physically he seems okay. And so they took me down to Ann Arbor, U of M, Michigan, um, which is a great hospital. And they got me right in and long story short, did a CT scan of my head, my neck, um, tons of tests on my heart, tons of blood work, a full workup. And, um, I was super dehydrated for one, but they also believe that I reacted strangely to the shot and my blood pressure and my heart rate dropped so low that I went, I, I was unconscious. Um, and so they let me go late that night. It was like midnight. Um, this happened at like 11 in the morning. So this was like a 12, 13 hour ordeal for me. And I still have to follow up with my doctor this week and I have an appointment on Wednesday and, um, I'm sure they're going to hook me up to a heart monitor for a week or two just to be safe. I'm not allowed to drive right now until all of that clears, but I'm home and, um, I've had some time to think about it. And, um, First off, the the sheer like like if you were just to to look at what I did and how the accident ended up, it's it's physically impossible that I should have ended up on the left side of the road because I was swerving for the right side of the road. I was all the way in the right shoulder with momentum going right. Um that I should have ended up going through the right ditch, launching over the road and probably crashing into the woods, which would have been multiple trees, which were right where I was. That is exactly how that accident should have went. But somehow after I passed out, my truck took a hard left, um, which I wasn't hanging onto the steering wheel when I woke up. Um, but my truck took a hard left and it hit the guardrail on the left side, which is the only spot the guardrail was. Um, So, you know, call that what you will. Somebody was watching over me and, uh, I I had said, you know, it wasn't my day, but it wasn't my day to go. And so I'm thankful for that. And, but more so 
as I was laying in the hospital, I was thinking to myself, you know, cause I was still unsure. Like when we got to the hospital, I actually, uh, I slept most of the way there. Um, because my body was just so exhausted. I just, I slept most of the way there. And when I got there, I still felt awful. I felt like I was going to throw up. They'd give me uh, nausea medicine through my IV and they'd give me a liter of fluid. Um, so I was all hooked up, but I still felt terrible. And I, even at that point, I was still like, like, am I going to be all right? Kind of thing. Like I didn't know, but I was thinking to myself in that moment, I said like, this is those moments that people think about or talk about rather, um, when they say like, when I'm on my, my deathbed, am I going to be able to say I lived a life that I was proud of? Or did I go after the things that I wanted to go after? Or were there regrets in my life that I had that I wish I would have done? And I thought that to myself in that moment. And I didn't really have any. And I thought to myself, how many people can lay here right now with that exact feeling that I'm having? And the truth is, is like not very many. And, but it, it did this thing like, it, it pushed me like one step further even to understand that, man, if we're just filling our days with things that we don't like doing, like don't get me wrong. We have to do things we don't like doing. Like that's just life. Okay. We're never going to get away from that. But if we're just filling our days with like a job we don't like, or we tolerate, or like, I don't know, like, Whatever it is you're doing, like if it's not what you're passionate about, dude, it's not worth it. Like stop, stop doing it because life is short and, and I'm 33 years old, right? Like if I would have died that day, you know, everybody would have said, oh my gosh, he died so young, but guess what, dude, that's life. And it happens every single day. And I think oftentimes we get in this mindset as like, oh, we're in our twenties or we're thirties or forties or fifties. And we're like, we still have time. Like, I still have a lot of time. It's like, you don't know. Like, I would have said I had a lot of time. I mean, I work out five, six days a week. I lift heavy weights. I run every single day almost. And somehow that almost wiped me off the face of the earth. It was unpredictable, right? Like one, that one shot could have wiped me off the face of the earth. And I would have had no more time to live the life I wanted to live. And it was just a big, it was a big lesson learned for me. If anything, it put into perspective, everything I've been talking about, I said to myself, it made, it made me believe everything I talked about to a greater depth than I already did. That's the best way to put it. It made me believe in the things I've been saying even deeper because I lived it. And, um, I don't know what else to say other than, we don't get to dictate when we come and go from this place. And we don't dictate what does and doesn't happen. The only thing we dictate is what we do in this very moment. And I want every single person listening to this podcast to, in this very moment, make sure you're pursuing the things that are most important to you. Make sure you're spending the time with the people you care about the most. Because, dude, tomorrow is not promised. It's just not. And um, I'm not saying this to freak you out. I'm not. Because the reality is, is 95% of the people listening to this will live to be 80 years old and, and whatever. But there's 5% of you that won't. And I don't know what 5% of you that is. 
and neither do you. And we never will until it happens. And it's why it's so important for us to live right now the way we want to be living and not put it off. And so that's kind of it, man. I had a wild Friday. Wasn't how I was expecting to spend it. Um, I've been down all weekend. Kind of weird not being able to drive. So I feel like I'm 15 years old again. But um, God is good. Uh, Get right with him. Because we oftentimes won't have the opportunity to before something like this happens. And it's why it's so important to be right with him now rather than say you're going to get right with him later because you might not have time later. That's number one. And number two is live the life that you've always wanted to live now because you might not have later. It's just the truth. And I've been saying all of this for years now. And it's, it's been a lot of theory. But today I stand here and I'm able to, to, to say it from experience, which gives me a deeper conviction of, of why I should share the message and, and talk about it with everybody is because not only do I just know it now, like I know it now because I've lived it. And so that's that. So I love you guys. Live the lives you were created to live. Go after the things you want to go after, whether it's scary or not, whether you're risking everything or not. The thing that keeps you up at night because you're so passionate about it. Go for it, man. Like if it's not the business you're in now, get rid of the business you're in now and start over. It's okay. Like it's okay. Because I'd rather see you go after what it is you want than just live an average life or do something that's just whatever to you because life is far too short for that. So I love you guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. As always, if you need any help marketing your business or want to work with me directly doing one-on-one coaching, visit serviceindustrycoach.com. We'll see you on the next episode.